Happy to have you back for another go round of Perkett Pod. Hope it's a merry go round. I have no idea why I just said that. By the way, if you go on one of those super spinny rides at amusement parks and get rocked by it, like really, like if like we're talking teacups or that wicked spider thing, like then after that and your stomach gets all upset, a merry-go-round, as tame as it is, will set you over the edge. Happened to me twice. Personal experience just flooding in on that one. Uh, time now <laughs> for another interview with another Minnesota sports influencer or icon. That's what we do on Perkett Pod. And since this is the state of hockey, who better to chat with than a kid who grew up playing hockey right here in Minnesota and is now playing pro hockey here as well, Nick Bugstad. But before we do, it's time for Random Ranks. Nick Bugstad, spelled B-J-U-G-S-T-A-D, just like you'd think it would be. And so let's rank the top 11 sports names with cumbersome adjacent consonants, like B-J, right? Okay, we're going to start with another B-J. Number 11, Bjorn Borg, tennis great. Gosh, he was good. Number 10, again, this is cumbersome adjacent consonants is what we're going with. All right, number 10, Ndamukin Sue. Playing in the Super Bowl for crying out loud. All right, number nine, Afadi Adenabo. If, if you don't know where the where the adjacent consonants are, you're just going to have to pull up his name on a roster. It, it, it's a G and a B right next to each other. It's awkward. Number eight, Novak Djokovic. Yes, the Joker with a DJ. Marcus Felino. Yeah, do the math on that one. Hey, I'm trying to localize it there. Number six, Petra Kvitova. <laughs> Women's tennis names, especially Russians, are the bane of my sports casting existence. So I have practiced Kvitova often. Number five, we're going soccer. Zlatan Ibrahimovic. That's Z-L-A-T-A-N. Of course it is. Number four, and I bet you thought that this one was going to be number one. Mike Shashevsky. Yeah, that's K-R-Y-Z-W. <laughs> if you want adjacent consonants, multiple right there. And that's Shashevsky. <laughs> number three, Dustin Bufflin. Yeah, B-Y-F-U-G-L-I-E-N. Bufflin. Do the math. I don't know. It, it's, it, it, hey. More power to you. Number two, keeping it local again. And by the way, Dustin Bufflin, a Minnesotan. So that's that's totally local. Number two, Wally Zerbiak. Nice. S-Z-C. And number one, atop the list. And by the way, I was part of his fan club at the Metrodome for a Perkett play I shot a long time ago. Doug Minkiewicz had to go there. All right. Congratulations to all those. Now back to Nick Bugstad. One of those players who, when we saw he was signed by the Wild, it was just one of those warm and fuzzy feelings. Always so cool when the local player comes home to play for the local team. The former Blaine star is looking for a bit of a rebirth here, too. He's had some fantastic seasons in the NHL, but has also struggled with injury. And playing back in the state of hockey could be just the renaissance he's looking for. Here now, our conversation via Zoom with forward Nick Bukestad. Perk and pond, sometimes he's at play. Perk and pond. 
what he'll say. Perkett Pine who's coming on today. Perk and Pine. Yeah, yeah. All right. I guess, Nick, this is interesting because it's like I, I recently did a Perkett Pod with Rachel Bannum from the Minnesota Lynx, who was one of these great local athletes who went and got drafted by another team and then eventually came back home. Uh, and now here you are kind of in that same boat, sort of the prodigal son returning back to Minnesota. H how great is this opportunity for, for you, Nick? Yeah, I mean, it's awesome. Um, it still hasn't really <laughs> sunk in completely. Uh, I'm training at the facility and meeting and seeing some of the guys. But um, as far as completely, you know, processing it, um, even though it happened like three months ago, it's it's obviously an odd time um, for any athlete, for any human, um, you know. So, uh, yeah, it, when I got the call from my agent, Ben Hankinson, he uh, he kind of played it off like, oh, we're, you know, teams, we're, we're waiting to see what's going on. He kind of gave me three or four minutes. I'm like, it was a Friday night. I'm like, you're not calling me for oh, what's going on, Hank. Come on. He goes, all right, you want to hear it? You just got to trade it to the wild. So it was a really cool, uh, cool deal. My mom was at the house, so she was ecstatic. And, um, yeah, kind of coming full circle, being from here and, you know, playing high school at Blaine and University of Minnesota, it's, uh, you know, this is this is home to me. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's setting in a little differently than it would have at 21 or 22. I think at this age, um, I, I'm more prone to handle the, the outside external stressors as far as, uh, you know, family, friends. No, it's not that that's a stressor, just um, there's a lot more going on when you're in your hometown. You know more people, obviously. And um, it was good for me to start my career down in Florida and, uh, you know, be in a different type of environment and, um, you know, learn to kind of live on my own. But coming back here with, with my family now, I have two daughters, two, two young girls. And, uh, yeah, it's just it's, a, it's an exciting time for me to join the wild and, um, you know, try to win a Stanley Cup. Yeah, and, and golly, we'd love that. That's for sure. More from Nick Bugstad when Perkett Pod continues. But first, I want to introduce you folks to a guy that is sitting across from me right now, looking awfully dapper, by the way. <laughs> Michael Bryant, thanks so much for being here and joining us on Perkett Pod. I am glad to be here. Tell us about yourself. I, I know you're obviously the Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant. Um, tell us about Bradshaw and Bryant. Bradshaw and Bryant is a law firm that does plaintiff's personal injury. We represent people who are injured through no fault of their own, and we also do criminal defense. So we have a full-time criminal lawyer. I've done criminal work since I started with John Bradshaw back in 1991. I still do a little bit of criminal, but for the most part, I do plaintiff personal injury and represent lots of people in car accidents. Uh, I do a number of cases involving survivors that have been sexually abused, and then we get involved in a number of different personal injury type cases. So you're a busy guy. I try to be. You mentioned Bradshaw, not Terry Bradshaw from the Pittsburgh Steelers from, <laughs> from the days of yore, right? I mean, this is, <laughs> no, yeah. uh, not that guy. <laughs> but but what, but what about your team? How how many how many how many are on your uh, are on your side there? Well, we have two lawyers in the Minneapolis office, mm -hmm. uh, and then in St. Cloud we. Have 
have, uh, there's five of us. So I think total I have anywhere between seven and nine, depending on how you do the math. And you're a sports fan too. A uh, very big sports fan. I grew up in Rhode Island and uh, I'm a diehard Red Sox fan no matter what. And then I moved to Minnesota in 1982 and got infected with, you know, liking the Vikings and <laughs> and, and caring about the Twins. And, and you played sports too growing up, right? I played hockey. Yeah. I was a goaltender. Uh, I played some juniors and I played uh, I was going to play college hockey and then found out there was a lot more to life than stopping hockey pucks. And again, where can people reach you, Mike? People can reach us at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. We uh, have a place you can comment there, and there's also a chat that pops up there. Or they can call 800-770-7008. Great chatting with you. Thanks for being a friend of Perkett Pod here, and we'll, we'll, we'll catch you next time. Thank you. Perk and Uh, but you, you talked about Blaine, and, and can you talk about those those early days um, as as a youth hockey player coming up through through what is a great program there in Blaine, and uh, and how how that experience was for you, and when you really just kind of got totally immersed into it? Yeah, um, I I always say as Minnesotans, especially hockey players, we're lucky uh, to be able to grow up in the environment uh, that we have here, as far as the culture and. Um, you know, all the good players around the Metro, around the entire state um, that you get to compete against with your, your best buddies that you grow up with since you've, you've played mites. So it's, uh, you know, as a hockey player, it's a fortunate situation. Um, not a lot of people from out of state or out of country understand the dynamic, but um, yeah, I, I just was so grateful to be able to grow up in Blaine. Um, you know, the, the, the history there with Matt Hendricks, he was kind of my, he was my idol when I was a kid. He graduated in 2000, won the state championship there. And uh, he was like, he was the guy for me. I watched him play football, watched him, you know, he is, he's a obviously amazing human being and great athlete. So, um, you know, when you grow up you, like that you, and you get to that point in high school, you know, uh, you, you realize that's that's a guy you looked up to and maybe kids are looking up to you in that similar way so you want to um kind of be past the torch and um you know never got to win a state championship I still still uh got there a few times (laughs) but we we made the state tournament all three years I was there and we got a crack at it uh Kyle Rao and Letty that 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 year was probably our best chance and those guys put a damper on it in prairie but yeah just i mean I, i'm so thankful that i i grew up playing here and um you know at high school hockey there's nothing better yeah and you were you were mr hockey when it was all said and done and that was awesome but but you talk about like kind of like being around it so much it's in the pedigree right i mean you grew up with it because you your family i mean right i mean your your dad your uncle i mean it was it was on from from the outset with you right yeah it's um i mean i grew up i was walking in skates by the time i could walk my dad had me walk around the house and um, sorry about the crying baby here. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, there's stories, but I, I mean, just when I was a kid, I was just enthralled with hockey. It was, uh, it wasn't something that was forced upon me or, um, it was all kind of obviously handed down, but I, I was really, really loving it. I always wanted to play and, um, you know, it was, 
my favorite sport. So it still is. <laughs> hey, let's hope so. Let's hope so. Um, do you, so you, when you're talking, when, when we're hearing the little, the little one, I mean, this is a little one that we're hearing in the background, right? I mean, yeah. you just, you just had your, your second daughter. Am I right? I mean, this was, she's, she's pretty fresh still, right? Yeah. Yeah. Two months now, uh, Lucy's two months and then Layla is a year and a half. So, um, busy household, uh, not as busy as obviously if kids are in school, but it's, it's a time that, you know, I've been, be, I've been home this entire time basically. And, um, you know, it's been nice to spend that quality time with family and, um, you know, being a stay at home mom, I've learned is <laughs> the toughest job in the world. It's, it's something when these kids are, you know, it's, it's not easy. It's full, full bore. You're always, uh, you know, catering to the kids and, it's a different life and I just, I love it and it's awesome having two girls and I got the I got my oldest I finally got her to hold the hockey stick right and she's shooting the ball around a little bit so um yeah that's what we've been working on over here nice I just uh, I just hung a tarp in my garage for my 10 year old daughter who's playing who's playing a, a whole heck of a lot of hockey so I, nice. I'm with you and I feel you and and uh, although I'm out of the I'm out of the woods with with the infants I'm, I'm a little yeah. bit I'm a little bit farther <laughs> along but uh, yeah. but yeah it's 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 for sure life-changing and you, you talk about Nick your 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 career and it's just saying here you go and you had such good years at the U what was that experience like first of all going from blank winning Mr. Hockey, getting that experience at the U. Um, you know, people probably can't see right now, but you're, I think you're wearing a gopher hat right now. Oh, yeah. I, yep. I, uh, I, what was that experience like and, and how, how precious were, were those times, those few years you had there? Yeah, um, I, I'm a diehard gopher fan to this day. I was a diehard when I was a kid. We didn't have the wild when I was super young. They, uh, they didn't come in until I was about eight or nine. Um, so the Gophers were kind of my, along with the Blaine Bengals, but the Gophers were kind of the pinnacle as far as, uh, the hockey level that, that I was watching. Um, so yeah, I mean, when I was able to do a verbal commitment to the university of Minnesota, it would seem so surreal. And, um, you know, when I got on campus there, it was, I think the most nervous I've ever been for a game was my first game with the Gophers just because it was, it was so odd that I actually, you know, was there and, um, you know, th those three years I was there is awesome. You know, being able to go to school and get a degree um, and just kind of, you know, th those ages, you're just trying to figure life out and, you know, everything's so fresh. So I, I uh, definitely am, am thankful I got to play for the Gophers and we had some good years and, uh, you know, a lot of good players. That I got to play with there, Callas, Nate Schmitz, the Rouse, the Budishes. There's a uh, a lot of guys, Justin Hall, um, that are that are still playing. Awesome stuff with Nick. We're gonna check back in in a sec when Perkin Pod continues. But first, we got to take this time to chat with Sean Bernard, who is kind enough to be here with us today. Sean Bernard is an as a real estate agent for Edina Realty, kind of a rock star real estate agent, aren't you? <laughs> I have fun, man. That's a, that's the a reason why I'm glad that I did this partnership with you and sponsor your show is that we both have a similar mindset that we are going to have a good time. Well, we appreciate you, you know, being a friend of, of, of Perkett Pod and, and helping us out in so many ways. But 
if you would talk about your your agency and and uh, and what you're able to do as an agent. Well, yeah, you know, it, it really comes down to the homework. You know, doing your homework, doing the research, and I pride myself on that. I learned a long time ago that I'm a big nerd. This time of the year, what I'm really working on is people that are planning three to six to nine months from now. Uh, if people are interested, if it's you or somebody else you know that's interested in buying or selling, give me a call at 612-859-2594. That number is also textworthy. Perk and Pie. Yeah, so I mean, I'm, I'm definitely still tuning in to how the ghosts are doing and um, stay in touch with a lot of my uh, former teammates that I played with at the U. So amazing relationships and um, amazing lessons that I, I learned along the way there. Yeah, the, the Florida Panthers then came about, as you had mentioned earlier, and, and you, you got an opportunity uh, late in the season, if I'm not mistaken, uh, was your first game. And, and, and can you talk about scoring your, your first pro hockey goal and how how weird that was or how awesome that was or how surreal that was or, or, or how you would describe it? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> a lot of words to describe it. Um, yeah. I, I came in at, at the end of our, our gopher season, we got knocked out um, in regionals and I ended up going to play as a handful of games with the Panthers there at the end of the year. So I uh, ended up scoring. It took me a little bit. I think it was 11 games and <laughs> I ended up scoring on that last game that we played and it was just like, I don't know if it's a blur and um, you know, I'll never forget the exact way it happened and who was in that. And um, you know, that entire situation was also surreal. I think every, every point in my life, the next level that I made, it was kind of like, wow, I'm here. It takes you a minute to get knocked into uh, reality. Um, whether it was my first game Bantam or first game in the NHL, it all kind of um, is stepping stones. But yeah, that first that first goal, um, it, it's it hits you, and you know that that gave me some confidence going into the next summer, and um, you know just just kind of rolled from there. Yeah, and that next year was fantastic for you, wasn't it? And you were really able to flourish uh, in that system. Yeah, it was a different time for the, the Panthers. We were kind of in a rebuild at that point, and, uh, you know, I got a lot of opportunities. So um, pretty pretty lucky for for me to be able to learn. There were some older guys there that um, I, I, I kind of watched and got mentored by, you know, that Jovanovskis, the wow. um, the Brad Boys. There's there a lot of different guys that were – uh, towards the end of their career that it had uh, great careers. So I, I just was a young kid, you know, looking to play hockey and try to improve every day. And, you know, I, I still, still am in the same boat, uh, not as young, but, um, you know, just every day you try to find ways to um, help your teammates and help, uh, help your team win. You're not as young, but a uh, dude, a big picture, 28, right? I mean, uh, are you, you're 28. Am I right? Yep. That, that's that's you still got some legs under you and i and yeah. I, I know i know i know that that uh you've been struggling with injuries in in particular last season and how, how frustrating has that been and what has that taught you i guess and and how are you also yeah good i'm good thanks for asking um yeah i mean 
this whole process of, you know, that athletes get injured and it's kind of how you respond to it. And, um, you know, how the longevity kind of depends on, um, how willing you are to make some sacrifices and really look in the mirror and, um, say, all right, yeah, I did this. It worked at that point in time, but maybe it's not working for me now. Um, and yeah, 28, like I said, that's not, that's not old, like you said, but, uh, in hockey years, you know, you have a short window, so you want to try to maximize, um, your production and your health. Um, so I guess that's where I've, I've had to kind of change some things as far as the way I train, um, the longevity, how much I'm actually on the ice in the off season. Um, you, you kind of have to tweak some things accordingly and, you know, sometimes uh, injuries, obviously, they, they suck in the that point in time when it's happening. But you look back on it and, you know, every athlete will say, um, you know, I, I got stronger and better from from this for the most part, um, if, the, if they're not totally debilitating injuries. But, um, you know, I've gotten to learn, learn a ton. You know, I've had some back problems and some groin problems. So, um, you know, just just changing up the routine and. Um, you know, I, I think that's, that's been the biggest thing for me is ch just trying to get healthy. And if I can be healthy, then I can play. So, um, that's, that's where it's kind of been the last six months. This time off has been, uh, obviously tough, um, not being able to be with your teammates and whatnot, but as far as my body goes and, um, kind of connecting everything that's, that's been a crucial, um, point for me. Yeah. And, and we should mention that, that also, there was the Panthers, but but you you did go back because you left early college, right? But you still finished there, didn't you? You you finished and got your degree, and 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 why did you do that? And why how was that important to you? And and what what was that decision? Because it's that's pretty impressive, I think. Yeah, well, thanks. I uh, yeah, I ended up I had one class left to finish, um, and I ended up graduating that that year um, with my class. I got to walk after I played my first year pro. So that was a pretty cool experience being able to still do that. Uh, that was a priority going into it um, when I was choosing on when I was going to uh, be a be a freshman at the University of Minnesota. I ended up accelerating my studies my junior year so I could do my senior year and go in. Um, and the idea behind that was, well, let's try to get three years at the U. So I, that, that puts me closer to a degree. Um, so like I said, I had the right administrators. I had uh, Chris Cords. He's the uh, academic advisor there who, who was really, you know, instrumental in the aspect of being able to, how are you going to pull this off and, you know, <laughs> still have a good NHL career. So definitely, um, you know, grateful for that. And, you know, at those three years, you're able to try and get better at hockey, but at the same time, get a degree. Obviously, we're not we're not playing pro hockey our whole life. So um, it was a good thing to um, get get finished. And, you know, my family kind of instilled that in me that an education is important, no matter um, what, what you're doing at that point in time, you know, you're going to need it down the road. So um, I'm glad I got that. Yeah, that's, I do think that's pretty cool for sure. I, what also I think is really cool about you, Nick, is that, and, and I've, I've witnessed this at, uh, I mean, at, at, at the beauty league or wherever, like I, 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 and I've, and I've heard that you're really good with the fans and, and especially the kids that, that look up to you and can you talk about that and how important that is for you and, and, and why you choose to, to do that and, 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 you know, and what you think, 
uh, it drives that? Yeah, um, honestly, I, I just, you know, I, I look back when I was a kid, I kind of talked about it with Matt Hendricks, like, he was a really good guy to me. Um, and how much that meant to me, he probably didn't even realize. Um, so yeah, that kind of, you know, transforms into when you're, when you get the opportunity to be that guy, like you want to, you know, try to be as good as an influence as possible and, uh, you know, show the kids you care about them. And, um, like you said, in that beauty league, I, I definitely, uh, think that's a situation where if I was a, a, a kid and I was able to go to a summer hockey game in the middle of the middle of the summer and watch all the guys from around the city play um, and have fun that that would have been unbelievable so just take it a little time and um, that's just part of being an athlete in my opinion you, you gotta give back to the fans and the kids especially because um, you know that that's where the excitement begins for them and you can learn a lot of good things from hockey and from sport in general um, so if you, if you can show that when you're, you're an older human being still playing a kid sport and having fun with it, I think, uh, you know, that kind of transcends down into the younger, younger kids. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, you went to Pittsburgh, the, you, that, that had its share of, of, of certainly ups, but also some, some downs too, but, but now you're here and can you focus on that? Um, you played center, you played wing. Uh, how, how do you foresee being used in, in this wild system and, and how much of an impact do you think you can make and, and will make? Yeah. I, I mean, it's, uh, it's something that when you get traded to a team, obviously I'd been, been through it before with Pittsburgh. Um, so your excitement going to a new team, knowing that, uh, you know, it, you can, you could try to help a new team and gain new relationships and, um, you know, try to take that next step and w on uh, winning a Stanley cup. That's, that's so exciting for me. And, uh, I think, you know, I've, I've paid attention to the wild since I, you know, since I even left Minnesota and was playing in different spots. So I, I'm aware of a lot of the guys, um, that are, that are still here. And I've skated with Zach, um, last six, seven years, um, with Diane Ness, our skating coach. Um, so I'm familiar with the guys and it seems like a great group. I just, I wish we could be together and start, uh, getting it going, but obviously that's, um, going to be subjective on how everything pans out here, but as far as my role, um, you know, I'm obviously been in the league a little longer now and, um, I feel I can, you know, bring energy to the team and, um, you know, kind of fill whatever slot, um, you know, up and down the lineup. So, yeah, I just, I, I can't say enough how excited I am. And, um, along with that, the health of my body, I, I feel like I'm, I'm ready to contribute to the team and, um, you know, put, put my best foot forward. That'll do it for this episode of Perkett Pod. We want to thank our partners, Audio Wiz, Justin Bailey, theme song by Taylor Robert. Keep listening weekly for another episode with Minnesota sports influencers and icons on Perkett Pod. Feel free to share this podcast. Give us a simple subscribe click. It doesn't cost you a thing. Heart us, rate us, double tap us, whatever you want. And until next time, remember, shine bright. Don't be afraid to be weird and open your hearts to inclusion. Peace. Perk and Pond, sometimes he's at play. Perk and Pond, find out what he'll say. Perk and Pond, who's coming on today? Woo!
Perk and